0: to your fear shenanigans podcast of course the one the only operation history a podcast where history is more than what you remember welcome to may everyone tonight the actual roundtable is filled we have all four hosts tonight we have derek yo ho we have lauren hi we have maria hello and of course if you have not recognized my voice yet is i David. Tonight, though, Lauren will be guiding us through a tale of cannibalism, Disney, and the early days of Jamestown. And on that cheerful, bloody note, Lauren, take it away.
1: Yeah, so I'm sure when you first heard cannibalism, you thought, what? And then you heard Disney, and you were like, I think I know where it's going. Yep, we're talking about Jamestown, everybody. So I guess I'm going to start with Guys, oh no! I, yeah, this is a test. Um, get out your number two pencil. What do you guys know? What do you know about Jamestown? Okay.
2: Um. <laughs> All right. Awesome. What's <laughs> awesome. Believe it
3: or not, my knowledge actually dates only to what we're talking about tonight. Like, oh, if somebody absolutely. had asked me, I would have brought this fact up. But that's
2: really about it. It was a place named after wasn't a King James. Yes. Yeah, what, there we go. It was named after King James. Was it? Yes. The only thing I know
0: is, is nearby Roanoke, and that's that's the extent of where. Okay. That was the other one. Mm-hmm.
1: Most excellent.
0: But is that more than what most Americans know about.
1: That, so. That's what, a real question. <laughs> if you looked over my notes, yes, because most people know about it through Pocahontas. Yeah. Yeah. And like most historians. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> if they haven't figured
3: it out yet, the one thing different about tonight is we're all together. And that
1: means we're already so giggly. Yeah, there's, there's uh, no computer. Well, this... there are computers, but we're, we're not through computer
3: screens. This is the first episode we've actually
0: been together.
1: This is oh. unprecedented.
0: It's, it's beautiful. Phenomenal.
1: It is. It's, um, it's going to get really red-faced and giggly real fast. Already I, there.
2: <laughs> I hope
0: you all are ready for this.
1: Yeah. So, this is
2: peak. Let's get peak? back into it. Yeah,
1: so let's get back into it. So most people know about the story of Pocahontas, mostly through the Disney movie. And what people mostly know is that the Virginian colony was made, and then Pocahontas saved John Smith's life. And then they fell in love. The end which is, so wrong. which is so wrong. We're gonna get into it. Um, so let's kind of back up a whole lot because honestly, like you can't even begin with um like the Jamestown colony itself because it's just it ain't it. Kind of like
3: what we did with Plymouth. There's always a back. There's story. always a
1: backstory, and there's always a thousand books out there. Now, I'm going to clear the air. We all know I'm a bucklehead. I live and breathe Plymouth. I was born on the rock. I came over on the Mayflower, and I have cranberry juice in my veins. However,
3: <laughs> is there vodka in that cranberry with that cranberry juice? <laughs> yes. yes, there is.
1: Yes, there is an unnecessary amount um so i am taking so if anyone is listening they're like i'm sorry what please please call me out nicely um but i got a lot of my sources through especially william and mary um the college of william and mary uh so i'm hoping that they are not lying to me if william and mary is lying we have a problem if they're wrong, I don't want to be right. Okay. <laughs> don't look at me. All right. So, <laughs> the story of Jamestown, it begins in 1607 when, well, it starts before then, but that's when they landed here in the quote-unquote New World. It's important to note that while this is the first English settlement, not even the first permanent I'm sorry. First permanent English settlement. That is not, it's not England's first attempt. Um, as we all remember with the history book, Roanoke came first and they're, I don't know, they're lost in the woods, abducted by aliens. Um,
0: or a new theory has emerged. A, <laughs> <laughs> a new
3: theory.
1: Um, the heavy pause was because of something that's probably going to be joked about later. Um, it's already unfortunate. Um, I want to...
3: Huh? Never mind. I was going to make a joke that was going to get us off topic, but please okay. keep going. Um. going to be the most blooper episode ever.
1: So I think it's all bloopers at this point. It is. I've said like two intelligent things, um, so yeah. So it's named after um, the English King James the First, who you may also know as the Scottish King James the Sixth. Thank you for that.
2: Yeah, Whoa, anytime. some representation. And
1: that's um, when Scotland and like um, England proper kind of. Whoosh.
3: For the folks at home who have no idea what that was, Lauren like stuck her hands together. In like a uh, unison, a, a, a unison you, but thing you can't and, forget the. Yeah, because yeah. that doesn't translate well over audio. But yes. Yeah, sorry. They were unified under one flag. Under huh. one flag. I'm sure, it, everyone loved. I was that. just
2: gonna say, was it? <laughs> and fun they lived together ever? forever ever. and ever. Well, well, wait, next. What wait. about
3: the Irish? Oh, don't God. worry about You're that. That'll out. that'll be a different a different pie. That's a different day.
2: I might actually cover that at some point.
3: Oh shit,
2: you gonna fight
1: me for it? Oh no. like Okay. Okay. So
3: <laughs> back on
1: topic. I forgot what I was talking about. Okay. So. Okay, I ran a I left off now. So while Virginia is the first permanent English colony, uh, it is not their first attempt. So a lot of you will remember from Roanoke uh, with the history book, that there were fa- two failed attempts in Roanoke in 1584 and 1587. 1587 is the famous one where they disappear and we're not entirely sure where they went. Um, we have some theories. Go listen to that episode. Go figure it out. Um, this is also not the first permanent colony in the United... Modern United States. Um, a lot of... How do I say this without being... A lot of English people... A lot of people want to believe that the English were the first colonizers here. Um, especially because of like, the American Revolution, like, we're breaking away from the English, so other nations weren't here, um, I'm sure some of you, St. Augustine was that first, um, it's the oldest city in modern United States, it's, it was Spanish, um, and it was founded in 1565, and they still have some 1500s, um, stuff there, they have a lighthouse there that I want to go to, so you guys get to take me. Um, I've always wanted
3: to go. It looks really cool. Okay, sweet. Let's go.
1: So, uh, the journey to Virginia started in 1606. They were on three ships. Um, I guess I'll name them. It was the Susan Constant, the Discovery, and the Godspeed. Obs. Um, so the way that it worked is these people were not just, um, I guess, paying for, like, land over here and coming over, it was operated and managed and financed by what's called the Virginia Company. So the Virginia Company funded the settlement. Um, They helped in picking who was running the colony, where they were going to be, and also they were, I think I already said, they were the ones that paid for everything. So the job of Virginia was to go over to the quote-unquote new world and work for seven years to pay off that debt. After the seven years, the contract with the Virginia company would have been, not severed, but kind of dissolved, like, over. Uh, And then most of the plan was to go back after the seven years with their riches, uh, the difference for, like, Plymouth is that after the seven years, they actually just paid off their debt because they could never pay it off with goods here. And they continued to live there. That's kind of why people think of Plymouth as America's hometown because it's still Functional. here. Functional. It's still, nothing's, well, a lot's changed in 400 years, but the downtown is the same spot. Uh, so in 1607, um, 104 English men and boys. So it's really important. It was all men. In that first uh expedition expedition thank you uh and they started in north america and they picked jamestown virginia um named after king james the first so it was on water so that was really one of the reasons why they picked it it was an easy spot to see attacks coming and you know have reaction time to do something about it the water was really deep so they could really park their ships pretty much at the shore um, in Plymouth, when you see Mayflower 2, it was actually, like, a mile out. So, they wanted to be able to, like, park their ships there. The guy in charge, you know, like, the evil guy in Pocahontas? Governor New-
3: Ratcliffe
1: In Newport.
3: Newport? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so the guy in charge was Christopher Newport. Oh. John Ratcliffe was also there. See? The
3: Disney movie didn't talk about him, so I didn't even know that. I was um, like, what?
1: So he was kind of, like, not, like, in charge, but he was the one that everyone was like, look at this guy. Like, he is, like... He was an exemplary he was,
3: citizen.
1: He wasn't, but... They, I know, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. But so they were just was. like, him. Like, we want... Like, he knows what he's doing. Um, Virginia Company, actually, they sent a sealed box with instructions on the, like, people, the council, like, the people who were going to be running the joint. Um... Christopher Newport was on there, John Radcliffe was on there, John Smith was there, and the first president was Edward Maria Winfield. Ironically, John Smith arrived in chains. Off the top of my head, I don't remember what he did, but he pissed somebody off. I think they thought that he was going to start, they thought he was going to start, like, basically, like, an uprising, like a mutiny. So they threw him in chains, and they were going to basically, like, <laughs> Decapitate him.
2: Fun. Probably
1: they were gonna do something. They were gonna, you know, he wasn't. Uh, gonna have a they were head. going to um, take him off the census, and <laughs> <laughs> I like that
3: one. <laughs>
1: and but they were like, oh, he's like council member. Yeah, did you Google it? Um, so this
0: is from the National Endowments for the Humanities. Soldier of fortune, John Smith before Jamestown. Smith experiences as a pirate. Mercenary and Turkish slave prepared him to survive in the New World.
1: That's the heading of it. <laughs> he was, his history, wild. Anyone, I recommend, like, reading a biography of John Smith. Hmm. I'll put it in the show notes. Thank you.
2: Good
1: to know. Like, he's, like, he, like, decapitated Turks.
2: <laughs> that wasn't Wonderful. The yeah, yeah. I, don't, I think they I left don't that one that out. Part,
1: yeah. Um, and he, like, was, like, a pirate, and he was enslaved, and all of those things. Yeah, so he was, um... He idolized Sir
0: Francis Drake, which explains all of his behaviors.
1: Because that was a pirate. Yeah,
2: yeah, Sir Francis Drake was a very interesting person, so I'm not surprised that if he was idolizing Drake that he wouldn't be too far off from...
1: So, yeah, so he was charged with mutiny during the voyage, and Captain Newport, like I said, he was in charge of the ships, and he wanted to execute him. He wanted to take him off the map, but when they realized that the company designated Smith as one of the leaders, they were like...
0: You gotta be here. yeah They
1: were like, we'll get <laughs> well. you next time, damn kids. i get you and your pretty little ship. <laughs> exact. yeah, literally. I guess um, just a quick background on the people who are already here. So here's another thing the movie got wrong. Some people can say Powhatan, some say Poet like Atan. I'm gonna say Powhatan. That was the name of the tribe in the area. That was not necessarily the name of the leader. Oh. So just like so in a lot of people know Massasoit in um, Massachusetts, that was a that was meant like great chief or great sachem. His name was Usamequin. Oh. Yeah. Um. So. Powhatan, um, his actual name, I'm gonna butcher this, it's Ahun Senakak. So, that was his actual name. The home base was... Roro... Wokmoko? It's hard. And I have very- I have a bad accent. <laughs> okay, moving on. Mm-hmm. Powhatan tribe. Um, it was like one of the most powerful tribal groups in the region ruled over several hundred towns and villages, like, as many as, like, 30 other, like, tribal groups. That's cool. So, when you think of tribal groups, I'm not really talking about, like, Narragansett, and then, like, Chickasaw, and then the Sioux. I'm talking, so, it's all within kind of the same region, if that makes sense? So,
3: is it, like, subgroups?
1: Sort of. So, let's say, for example, there's the big bratel of the Wampanoag native people. Yeah. Within that, there were Nosset Wampanoag, Mashpee Wampanoag, Patuxent Wampanoag. So it's all, they all would have their own little, like, chieftains. Sounds like
0: a confederacy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I was just going to say. Yeah. Mm, Some people would refer, I think the Iroquois was. Yeah, the Iroquois,
2: Iroquois was confederacy. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. yeah.
1: Um, it, it sounds like the. That was on a
0: huge
1: scale. Yeah, this course. is a little bit, but.
0: It sounds like what. Um, the Germans tried doing back during the 19th century, sort of stuff before yeah. they unified.
1: Right. At least that's my understanding. Um, again, if anyone knows more than me, please say. Um, unfortunately, it's really hard to find sort native sources. Uh, I'll admit, I, have someone who is working with a lot of Wampanoag history, I do um, kind of. I don't focus only on that. I'd like to expand my knowledge, but. I mean, I'm a white person, so I'm I'm born ignorant of these things. But from what I understand through my research, um, that's how it was set up. 1607, Jamestown becomes the first permanent English settlement. It was actually one of the brainchilds of Raleigh, uh, Sir Raleigh, um, who, as we maybe remember, we sure remember from the Roanoke episode, that was his kind of baby. And what... His ulterior motive for the colony was to serve as a base for English privateers. So I really want to do an episode on privateers versus pirates later. But essentially, privateers were allowed to be pirates by the crown or the local government or whatever it is that they were getting. They're basically their I-can-do-whatever-I-want paper from. Yeah! And they, and Raleigh wanted them to raid the Spanish West Indies because they were not getting along for the vast majority of, like, the... 15, 15, right, exactly. Ironically, (laughs) at this time, generally at this time, um, there was a, not a truce signed, but basically Spain and England came to an understanding, which is ironic because um, the Spanish actually saw Virginia as a huge threat. They were like, oh here comes england into what the spanish thought were their god-given right of land they're like oh they're gonna screw us because spain is like reeling it in with silver and stuff in central and south america and they're like oh england's gonna try to overthrow our brain basically which ironically is what uh, Newport wanted Captain Newport. He wanted to go into the rivers and the mountains and find that silver.
3: Gold. It was gold and silver because yeah, that was one of silver. the biggest things about Virginia. Was yes. they're like there's gold because they saw the amount of profiteering and like currency. Not I don't want to say currency, but like the amount of silver, the disgusting amount of silver that the Spanish were just raking in. Somehow the British were convinced that if there's silver in South America, then there must be gold in
1: Virginia. Exactly. And there was
3: no evidence to back that up.
1: Exactly. What yeah, they thought they were going to just go into the mountains and get rich. Newport kind of, that was almost like his like, pipe dream that never really went away. Every single time he was, he would leave for England for resupplies and come back. And every single time he'd just load up the holds of the ships with all of this dirt, basically, um, to see if anything was in it. Spoiler alert, the most that they found was, like, iron ore.
2: Yeah, let's go! Yeah. Get that
1: iron. There was no minerals, there was no gold, There's no silver. Um, John Smith actually had a huge problem with this, because he was like, we are not putting any effort into training the people... That we have to be soldiers to protect ourselves, we are wasting our time and energy and food, and people going into the mountainside and tearing down the mountain because we think something might be in it.
3: Was he a soldier? Smith. Or was, yeah, or was yes. he a privateer?
1: Kind of all of the above. Okay. I recommend. So there's a book by Joseph Kelly called Marooned, and they go into. He goes into a lot of detail about this. I actually have it. It's really good. I kind of wanted to reread it, but. They spent the first few months going into the mountainside and trying to get their gold as well as um, completing their fort. So they want to make a fort uh, to protect from any um, Kohouten, like attacks. In June, Captain Newport left for England to get more supplies. Shortly thereafter, things start to go kind of south. Powhatans in the English kind of had, like, an on-again, off-again relationship. Sometimes the Powhatans would, like, help out the settlers, and sometimes they'd be, like, attacking them. Like, it was kind of a, like, we'll help you, but, like, stay in your lane, kind of. But this kind of makes sense because, like I said, all of that time was going into building a fort, uh, training soldiers. John Smith was definitely a type that was, like, I'm going to make a man out of you. <laughs> and that Newport was trying to... There's gold in them hills.
2: I mean, I, I think it's definitely fair for uh, the the, the Bohatans to kind of have that on-off relationship. I'm pretty sure if, like, you woke up one day and some dude pulled a trailer into the backyard and then started putting up, like, a treehouse, you'd be like, hey, why? <laughs> like, right. you, we want to talk this out first?
0: Yeah. No, I, now... It, it just goes with that pioneering standpoint that you know they have It's like, hey, can you not come in and fuck up my environment for five minutes? Just I want my
1: trees and my mountains for five minutes. That's it. Oh, it's gonna get even better than that. Oh, fun. So oh, you met. I mentioned training soldiers, digging for gold, mm-hmm. and building a fort. Do that. I. Yeah. Here we go. Yep. I definitely missed something big that they should have been doing, but they weren't. I think I know. Oh but yeah. Go ahead. No, I'm... Oh, you mean
3: developing food for themselves? No, yeah, that was mine, yeah. like a food
2: source. Yeah, they num-nums. were
1: What's agriculture? above yeah. growing their own food because they were like, we'll just trade with the pahatan people, That's and I like. they will <laughs> give us all of their money.
2: So, so I, I can already see some problems here. We have an on-off relationship with these people, and then all of a sudden you're solely relying on them for food.
1: Now, not what only could go wrong. Now, not only was this the idea of the settlers; it was encouraged and explicitly written in the instructions sent by the Virginia Company. Does that surprise you? No. So <laughs> it said, to quote. Securing supplies would be a simple matter of enticing the Indians, not my word, the articles, with inexpensive beads, copper, metal tools, and other trade goods.
3: So basically show them shiny things and they roll over for you.
1: Exactly. So that's from the American Historical Review. So, yeah, so they, they basically were told, you know, don't worry about food. You'll just, okay, I, I hate the I word, but they're like, we will just go from the Indians. Yeah, and the patent people said, "Whoa, <laughs> let's calm down a little bit." They're, Slow your roll, they're like, "We'll help you," I guess, because they were trading. But yeah. you know, eventually, the Patents wanted more than the English were willing to give them. The English were like, "This is useless stuff. Like, here you go, give me food." You talked about the drought in Roanoke and the environmental stuff. And guess what? There's a drought in Jamestown during this time too. It's like connected. Yeah. Show Notes will have a connection article. There's a drought going on, so the patent people were struggling to even feed themselves with their like 10,000 years of experience. And basically the English were kind of like it's a drought help us and the patents were like we are helping you as much as can
0: you guys have a better food source than wheat you
1: get those that giant island across the pond get... exactly they're like what the hell is that ship for? if <laughs> you're just gonna sit like
2: uh, yep. obviously that ship is to meant uh, meant to uh transport a bunch of dirt back to England. yeah
1: literally and so <laughs> they were like it's also the english is still to this day you know they had wheat and they're like that's great we were talking about corn folks and they were like corn's below us because corn flour doesn't have the same properties and it doesn't work the same way heathen so the Eng- well the english were like well we don't want this we're not going to grow our that stuff because it's gross and then they were starving to death and the bahattin people were like well you don't really have a choice homie so what you're saying is
0: the English put themselves in this bad predicament because they were picky eaters, because they were stuck
3: up, stuck up And bastards. imagine
2: English cuisine, known <laughs> right. for its flavor.
3: We do have a lot of British listeners on the show.
1: Not you guys.
2: Yeah, not you.
3: Your ancestors.
1: So that is also mixed with the i <laughs> with the idea that the company also didn't have a lot of funds to like send supplies on the uh-huh. first trip or the other trip. So that was pretty bad, which means we're getting to our favorite topic, cannibalism! Yay! Yay! So the winter of
3: 1609, so
1: 1609 to 1610, is known as the starving time. It was a mix of lack of food um, and being afraid that the Pat Hatton people were going to, do something they like never did like they did stuff but like calm down like
3: the fear was always greater than the actual threat
1: exactly cut to reports of cannibalism to quote what is this, this is also the American historical view it's Mike lacombe and he says uh when hunger reduced the settlement to the point of collapse and rumors of cannibalism suggested that the social fabric itself had disintegrated Hmm. so there are rumors spread by john smith that president um wingfield had kept the stores for himself and those close to him so basically he hoarded the supplies so what
0: you're saying is nobles not
3: giving food to everyone else Sounds about right. Where have I heard
1: that one before? Hmm.
3: Let them
2: eat cake. Now. Let them eat men.
1: <laughs> Wingfield was also upset about the way that the stores were handled. He, he didn't really have anyone to blame but himself. Uh, so the provisions included salted pork, dried peas, ship's biscuit, also known as tack.
2: Oh, hard tack. Uh,
1: hard tack. Hard tack. Um, oatmeal. And, you guessed it, beer. So after, you know um a while they started to get pretty desperate i almost said the pilgrims the jamestown settlers started eating any animals that they had uh they would boil leather from their shoes and belts they would literally eat their clothes and oh, you're gagging now, honey. Let's fucking go. Do you but, see people, honey bunch? Oh, I know, but I mean,
2: I can understand I, eating people, but eating I a shoe, shoe, oh, come on, <laughs> like really? Listen,
3: one is just as disgusting as the next, but like, I think
2: there's a little bit difference between. I would much rather eat a shoe than a man.
3: I
1: would not <laughs> rather eat. I any disagree of, because I, you have been saying contrary things all night. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> number
2: one. There's a big difference between joking around and actually. Practicing, But, the,
1: but
3: like, the, here's the thing, like, you know, this, this may get me a couple of eye rolls or whatever, but, oh, yeah. like, cannibalism has been done. It, it was customary in some cultures and shit. Like,
2: uh-huh.
3: A shoe is material. At least we joke, like, we were joking around earlier, it's the other white meat. I don't know. A shoe, a human, I would rather starve to death, but, like... Really? Well, you gotta think,
0: I mean, with the cultural taboos around eating people, if you had those taboos, your culture for the entire time, then I'd rather eat a shoe So, that's where, you know, I think that's the point where I'm at, like, yeah, it's stupid AF. Yeah. But when you have those cultural norms put in place, anything is more, I will go to hell if I eat another person. If I eat a shoe, I ain't going to hell. I mean, yeah, I, gu- I guess. Yeah.
2: That, there's there's been a lot of times in history where people have had to go to crazy lengths to live, and they haven't resulted to cannibalism. No. Yes. Things like boiling bones and eating bone marrow. I, I mean,
3: I was doing so for a different topic. Yeah. I was doing research
2: yeah.
3: about on the in the islands in the Caribbean for the enslaved Africans who were. Who were slaves on those islands, I I read this very quickly. Mm-hmm. They would actually bake dirt into like clay cakes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Are you serious? Like we're talking about baking. I mean, I, I get it, because there was such a lack of food and a lack of provisions on those islands, and they were so poorly like taken care of that they would actually bake dirt and eat it.
2: Yeah. I dirt mean... cakes. It's it's not surprising. Again, in many different times in history, this happens. Mm. I mean, there was things that uh, people around the world have lived in struggling situations before, and you do what you need to do. But at least in my eyes, I think the cannibalism part is a little bit further than doing what you got to do.
3: That's a line. That's like an. That's like one. It's a line that once you cross. I mean, How do you go back? Th-
2: there's there is def- there is no going there's back. There's a reason why there's so many myths and legends surrounding people that eat human flesh. Yeah. I mean, a s- numerous amounts of Native American tribes have these kind of folk tales of people that had gone winters without provisions and actually ended up eating people and turning into monsters because... In a sense, you do. You lose your morality, you lose uh-huh. your humanity because if you can eat one,
3: one, one stop why on are you your...
2: going to stop?
3: Yeah, where's your line?
2: Yeah.
1: It's ironic you say that.
2: Fun! <laughs> Let's go! <laughs> so,
1: it's. So, I guess because we're talking about how. Um, I guess the perception of cannibalism right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's ironic because it was widely assumed that the native people were cannibals. They were not. And here come the English settlers eating people. So double wait.
3: double standards are so, so much fun. What you're saying is the natives
0: were more civilized than the British
1: were. I mean, we knew
0: that. Always. Yes.
1: Um, but, so that's the irony. Um, <laughs> some people almost say they're like, I'm ignoring you. They're almost like, yeah, the English like were like, oh, the knaves aren't doing it, so like it's okay. Like They're not doing it, and they're backwards, so they're, you know, like, some twisted justification. So there is some argument over whether or not cannibalism actually happened. Uh, there are five accounts that talk about it. Three of them say that it did not happen. Two of them say that it did. One of those people is John Smith. One of them that said that did not happen was the person, um, I want to say his name's Percy, was the president of the colony at the time. And you can see why he might want to save his ass.
2: To... Well, of course no one's getting eaten here. Exactly. I don't know why you would say in my wonderful little town people please were getting keep, eaten.
1: Please keep buying my stock. Come please on. keep sending exactly. supplies and people. <laughs> exactly.
2: Um,
1: so this is from William and Mary Quarterly. It's called The Tragical History by Rachel Herman. And this is a quote from John Smith uh, that says, This was that time which still to this day we call the starving time that uh, says salvage we slew and buried. The poor sort took him up again and eat him. Oh. So,
2: so not even fresh yeah. off the, fresh, fresh off the the, the, the boat. No, 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 no. You you you're eating some already decomposing, dude. Oh. Imagine
0: all the disease that spread. Mm-hmm. No, the- there's
2: nothing. Don't worry about it.
1: We're fine. That's it's it. fine. There is from a 2013 article. Um, so it was at least. 2013, there is a conf- confirmation of cannibalism because yeah. they call her Jane. They found a the skull of a woman and it had marks on it as if they were...
2: Kind of Sawing at her. Sawing at her. Fun. Delicious.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs>
2: Finally, some good food.
1: No. Meats back on the menu, boys. Meats back
2: on the menu. Um, if you
1: <laughs> give me just a second, I'll be able to find the exact. Oh, okay. just oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. She was a, they say she was like 14. Um,
3: That's even worse.
1: She was young. They call her Jane. Um, this second article is also from 2013. So they, you know, they act like it. Some people brush it under the rug. However, it definitely happened. This is... Just a trigger warning for any of our listeners, I'm going to be describing the way in which this girl was eaten. They don't think that she's alone, so just... Okay, so, after observing that Jane's... This is from ScienceNews.org. Um, so, after observing that Jane's skull had probably been chopped in two, Kelso called in a group led by a Smithsonian anthropologist. Closely spaced cuts in Jane's forehead could have been made only on a motionless body, so it's likely that the young girl died before the cuts were made. After that failed attempt to open Jane's skull, her body was positioned face down. A person wielding a small axe or cleaver then split her skull in half. Cuts and puncture marks on the left side of the cranium and the lower jaw resulted from someone using a knife in a sawing motion to remove the brain and tissue from the face, throat, including the tongue. The shin bone was chopped off near the knee joint and it cut similar to a traditional butchery technique the precision of that cut su- suggests that a more competent person may have dismembered the legs
2: now that's a good question was there a butcher in the uh, the, the middle of Jamestown because I, I mean, mean probably yeah, I think maybe maybe look into a <laughs>
3: a
0: butcher or a surgeon if there, if there oh yeah. a, if there, if there are doctors there, there yeah. would have been 'Cause I mean around this time I know from Six and Coffee that early early colonial America had around two hundred doctors for the colonies. So however many that you know Jamestown had, Mm -hmm. if they didn't have a butcher or the butcher ended up on the butcher's block (laughs) (laughs) the doctor would have been the second best. So if there's a doctor that survived the entire time, then he's probably the person who's Siding on the side of cutting up bodies, not for science, but for the
2: barbecue. So you're saying the surgeon or the doctor could have also put chef on his resume?
3: Yes. Oh Jesus Mary. And he had his own. How how colonial of you! (laughs) And he
0: would have had his own homemade sauce too. Maybe, maybe maybe that's where we got uh, barbecues from.
2: Yeah. Who knows? Continue. (laughs) <laughs> so,
1: at the end of the winter of sixteen oh nine, so at this point we're in sixteen oh. Wow, sixteen oh ten. 1610. Sixteen
3: ten. <laughs> uh, favorite year.
1: Only sixty of the three hundred settlers were still alive.
2: Yeah. Wow. They
1: were basically ready to turn back and go home. From what I read from Marooned by uh, Joseph Kelly, some people were like in a ship, like ready to go, and then supplies showed up, like. Another ship show up being like, "Hey, there's gonna be a huge like um, ship coming, and this is gonna be great. So all you have to do is wait a little bit longer, and we will be here for you." You and just
3: have to be one of the few that
1: survives here.
3: until like... the ship shows up.
1: Exactly. So and they were just kind of like
2: the dude I mean, I just guess... wiping his mouth, like the, <laughs> "Yeah, I just ate someone, but okay, yeah." Yeah,
1: yeah. and and they were kind of like. Because like now it's like okay I just ate my neighbor cool you brought me some <laughs> bread but now I have to share it with like another however many people the came. sixty people left mm. and all the new people that came over with the provisions yeah
0: so what you're saying is there's about twenty five percent of the population left
2: correct <laughs> and about all of those people were at least possibly thinking about cannibalism. And then or you add in another, yeah. And then you add in another part of the population that hasn't lived through that, so guess no. who's on the chopping block for her. They have
3: no idea what's coming. Also, we're forgetting about the people from Roanoke.
0: Oh, yeah. Um,
2: they're already in their stomachs.
3: <laughs> That's our new theory.
1: Yeah, Roanoke people were eaten by John Smith specifically, and only... Uh. <laughs> That's how you cut the straight, though.
2: Yeah, we're, we're trademarking this theory.
1: T.M. Uh, we'll take pending. our honorary PhDs now. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, patent pending. So cut to 1610. There's new people on the horizon. They're like, hey, we have a new governor for you. His name is Sir Thomas Gates. And they're like, oh, cool. Um, where is he? And they were like, oh, um, we don't know. He stole the Declaration <laughs> of Independence.
2: Yeah. Um, he was Stop. shipwrecked on
1: Bermuda. Oh, oh awesome. fun. Yay. Yay.
2: Did he also eat someone? No. Oh.
1: They, they literally, so... Sorry, go ahead. They probably were wondering,
0: what's he taste like?
2: Mm. Yeah. They were
1: like, ooh, he looks good. So, there, it was a ship fleet of, I believe, five, three, mm-hmm. made it to uh, Jamestown. Mm-hmm. Then one of them shipwrecked in bermuda Mm -hmm. and they were like they low-key thrived though like they there was some drama and conflama on bermuda but like they there was hogs there from like the columbus days where they were like this can just be a zoo here you go not really zoo but like this is our refrigerator here you go and then like <laughs> like to the point where they didn't want to leave Bermuda. They were like, "This Why is would great. You? Like we have fresh water."
2: Would you a rather go to a place where there there it's a it's a tropical island with near unlimited food because of wild hogs, or b go to a place that gets cold, has people that you're not really sure about, and then the other people that you are supposed to be sure about have eaten people now.
1: Okay, but imagine finally being convinced to get on that goddamn ship and going to Virginia.
2: And then you and show you, up there.
1: I, it sounds like <laughs> they got off ship? the boat, they just, like, walked in, they were like, what the fuck? <laughs> they built two boats from, like, scrap, basically. And they went there, and they were like, what? <laughs> turn it around, yeah, turn it I around. I'm going to Bermuda, homies. Like,
0: <laughs> Now, the question is, with the Beach Boys, they're singing and serenading them.
1: They're yeah, probably...
2: Yes, totally. Yeah, probably.
1: I think the best part is that not only did they show up in shambles and everything, Thomas Gates was like, Hello! And then, like, literally by the time he got settled, the newest governor, um, Delaware, <laughs> showed up to be like, Hi, your services are no longer needed.
2: Oh, because the the word gotten to them saying, Hey, Gates probably died, he shipwrecked.
1: That, but also he was, he was like an... I think he was also like an internum.
2: Oh, he was a temporary I governor. Think, I <laughs> think. So he shows up. Hey, guys, boxes. I'm in. And they were like, Delaware's
1: <laughs> the- up the fucking street, bro. Um, I'm pretty sure Gates fucked off to uh, England. He was like, I'm
2: done. Yeah, I'm, I'm out of here.
1: So I guess I'll talk about um, Pocons a little bit. So she did not marry John Smith, she married um, John Rolfe. He was actually shipwrecked on, wrecked on Bermuda. Oh! So the hurricane that sent them to Bermuda like, that yeah. ended up the shipwreck, um, is what The Tempest by Shakespeare is based on. Oh.
0: Interesting.
1: And wow. Stephen Hopkins, who would go on to be one of the pilgrims, was on that ship. Wow. So he shipwrecked, went to Jamestown, went back to England, then went to Plymouth. They, there's a, they think that Stefano is a nod to Stephen Hopkins,
2: but they're wow. not sure. Interesting.
1: Um, so, yeah, so they're just existing, um, Pocahontas goes to England and dies shortly thereafter, um, John Smith almost gets blown up. They try to kill him by like lighting his like gunpowder in his pocket on fire. Doesn't work. He's fine. He's not fine. But th- he like is like basically incapacitated. So they send him back to I think they send him back to England. Then he dies. They were trying to get rid of him. He was like a dictator. He was like. All right, you dumb fucks, like, let's do this.
2: I love this love story. It's beautiful. Yeah,
1: literally. Disney got it right. Making me swoon over here. Disney so got so just. He some... sounds like Stalin.
2: <laughs> you know, he... I, I've always wanted that out of my love story. Getting shipped off to England and just dying instantly.
1: So, yeah, so now we are in 1611. We're wrapping down our story. Um, and so the company switched from, like, dying to being like, okay, how are we going to make this successful? So they tried to make, like, indigo and timber and, like, all sorts of random shit to be like, we're going to sell this in Europe and it's going to make us money. Didn't happen. Tobacco place comes in, kind of saves the colony. They thought it was going to be a passing fad and they didn't want to get involved with the tobacco trade. Look at where we are now.
2: Well, they so they worry. were wrong
3: every time. Yes. They were about. They were wrong about the corn. They were wrong about tobacco. They were wrong about the gold.
2: Well, they didn't want to farm. Apparently, those those delicate English hands could not be farming.
1: Apparently, because that's they're what,
2: meant for murder.
1: <laughs> yeah, they literally they spent like in between like their market. They spent like more time dicking around that, like by the time that slaves come in, like. It's ridiculous. Um, Speaking of which, so by 1621, 50 ships have transported nearly 4,000 settlers to Virginia. Allegedly, some of them are actually good for working. We wouldn't know, though, because in 1619, the first slaves come to Jamestown. Fun. We we know that they were traded. Mm -hmm. We do not know what happened to them.
0: Jamestown is always is eating people. I
1: feel like every
0: yeah. every couple of years, they have to pay homage to their ancestors by devouring either
1: homeless oh, people I it. or prisoners. Um, I'm not going I'm,
2: to I'm also not, I'm commenting not commenting on that. Going there.
1: So, yeah. So, the first slaves come to Jamestown in 1619. There was, I want to say, 19 of them. We know some of them were- we know some of them were brought into, like, as slaves. We all know what happened to other ones, but it just, like, skyrockets from there. They get involved with the slave trade. 1619 is also seen- seeing the First General Assembly. People are saying, this is the First General Assembly of the United States. You guys know my opinions on- well, um,
2: well, no,
1: On colonists being called Americans, but they did a few- th- They did some different stuff there. They considered, like, individual complaints. They regulated against illness, gaming, drunkenness, and excess excess of apparel and brought forward recommendations to make the peace and promote the conversion of the Indians to Christianity. So basically, we ain't it. Nothing about cannibalism, though.
3: We're we're not gonna talk about that dark part of our past.
1: They also passed some laws about food waste following the starving times. If you were caught robbing provisions, you would be executed. Bakers who, like, used less flour or meal or, like, used weights to make their loaves heavier than they were. Uh, first offense, you would lose your ears. I'm very attached to mine. Second offense, you'd be, like, basically thrown in the gulag.
3: Why is that the second offense? But the first one is you lose an ear.
1: The third one so, you die. So I mean,
3: well, that three strikes you're out. But I, I would, I would, have, if I were in charge, I would have like reversed. No,
2: I mean you don't go past one at that point.
3: I, I mean, yeah, you don't. At that well, end. you'd
2: assume the next offense was gonna be death. So, why would you go to a second offense if you lose your ears first time? But
3: that's the thing. I wouldn't even want to lose my ears. Well,
2: then you won't do that to the bread. I it's guess. a good way to do it. Yes. <laughs> they were I smart. Were, I don't know.
3: They I were, were
1: definitely <laughs> smart. I don't see the logic. <laughs> they were definitely smart. Definitely yeah, yeah, the so
2: smartest so, people. So smart. By
1: 1624, in 1624, the Virginia Company collapses. Thank God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and you better believe Jamestown's not still around. The Powhatans are.
2: Okay, see who survived.
1: (laughs) So the Pahattans, you know, like, they really kept the peace, especially after John Rolfe married Pocahontas, the alleged favorite daughter of um, the Pahattan leader. But in 1622, uh, there was a massive uprising by the Pahattans, and they um, basically killed hundreds of settlers and, like, kind of devastated the lands, and basically were just like, you know, that was their... Not their last hurrah, because, you know, things Mm -hmm. happen after that we won't really get into, but that was kind of their, like, not their King Philip's war moment, but their kind of, like, fuck this
0: moment. Their Braveheart moment. Yeah. Right,
1: of being, like, we've tried so hard with you people. We've seen you. Like, we've been trying to help you this entire time, but every single time, like, we try to make progress, you do something stupid, so we retaliate, and then you do something even more
2: stupid. I mean, it goes back to, like, what I said, though. You have someone that moves into your backyard with a trailer in the treehouse, but now you also see him eating, like, a person, like, a, just a human leg there. And now you're just like, and they should play- I do something about this or not?
1: And then, like, there's, like, a billion of them now, and yeah. they're making tobacco, which is killing the soil and the land. And now they have slaves.
2: Yeah, I think that it's fair.
1: Oh, <laughs> Anything that any indigenous people do to protect their land culture and lifestyles is completely justified in my opinion. Amen. I'll go on the record and say that. So that's our happy story about Jamestown. It
3: wasn't like the movie. Can you tell me why
1: it wasn't like the movie? sorry. Because Disney likes to put a happy face on it. I said nothing that was wrong. Leave the mouse out of this. So what I'm hearing is the Rat Me the movie, homie. Do you know what?
3: And you know what? And I, I had unfortunately I had stepped out of the room the one time we were talking about the movie. You want to know what's really sad about the Disney version of Pocahontas? Love to.
2: Yeah, let's hear it.
3: Disney actually tried with that yeah. one. Like they actually tried to be culturally representative towards Native Americans. They actually like. They really tried to put their best foot forward on that project. It was the 90s. And that's a lot of the problem, is it was still the 90s, but from documentaries I've read, from interviews I've, I've seen and read, Disney actually really did try with that one. Like, they tried to, I mean, they knew they couldn't stick to, I was about to say canon, they knew they couldn't stick to history. Like, 100% because the history is not the children's
1: story they want to tell. And what's being told to others and what's expected of them to tell.
3: And, and, and that's what it comes down to. It's Lauren and I have had this conversation. It's the what's expected version of history, which is kind of what what Disney was going for. But they really... They actually tried. That's one of the things I always That's remembered. what's so sad that's about it. That's what's so sad about it is, oh, they actually... We're really trying with
2: this i mean they did a lot better than they did in like peter pan
3: oh peter pan was bad and again it was the 50s and you kind of have to because peter pan came Mm. out in 53 Mm -hmm. i'm pretty sure 50 yeah because lady and the tramp was 55. that's always like my middle marker yeah peter pan for anybody who hasn't seen peter pan we are talking about the original anime or not I'm talking about, about yep yeah I'm talking about the 1953 or 52
1: the animal one animal? no animated no. animated one
3: sorry yeah not sorry. At all. Yeah. Not there is a scene at a native american encampment and ooh
2: it's ooh. it is just it's, sprinkled with it, such... it, is, mm.
3: it doesn't hold up
2: and it's still and that's the bad. And that's the problem. Yeah. And that's the problem.
3: And that's the problem.
2: But thankfully, we've moved on from that. And
1: it should also, so, like, I would say the, I mean, the vast majority, um, besides, like, maybe one or two sources that I'm using, are within the last, like, it's 2021, so last 21 years. Um, I think the earliest I have is 1998. And there's really been a resurgence of literature and studies because of Jamestown 400. So, and it's really, you know, bringing into light the native voice and the real story of Pocahontas and stuff that not has been ignored, but has been handled in a way that we now know is incorrect. Very cavalier way.
2: I, I genuinely think that that's something we really need to push for as historians that, um, especially in classrooms and everything because it's it's definitely an interesting thing to look at but i believe that truly the whole idea of colonialism um at least taught in american schools has been taught from a colonizer's person of view instead of a point of view but i think that we should start trying to change that a bit and talk about native experiences because that's going to be the future when we actually look at how people experience this other than oh you know everyone went to jamestown and you know roanoke and uh plymouth and it was all a fun time everyone got together if we actually go through and talk about experiences i think that that's what's going to actually help society more
3: I will amend that. I think in an American society, K through 12, Uh, you get that. Because I noticed, for me personally, I never really considered that other side of the coin until I got to college and Mm -hmm. I started taking some different history courses that kind of give you that parallel, unique perspective. But I agree with you 100%. I think as far as what's going on in the American school system, in the K through 12 classes, the, the, te- the scope needs to be broadened immensely. And, and not only that, that's also
0: the importance of us historians always asking questions and always, alright, but what does this actually mean? Okay, what, what point of view is this person speaking from? What point of view is this... So it's always us asking questions, and then also us... And I don't think this is taught enough in schools either, is being empathetic for the other side, and then connecting with that side as well. And through that connection, you start seeing those other points of view that give you a better and clearer picture
2: Yeah, while we are all a bunch of pasty white people I think that it's important I mean I'm
0: pretty hairy so I'm not a straight
2: beast. yeah sure we'll not go with point. that <laughs> I think that it's still important that we talk about cultural representation because we should be serving as a voice whatever the race of us is if we can be talking about things that aren't being talked about by the vast majority of historians in the past, and I believe that that's going to be the best way to actually get this kind of history out, that, mm-hmm. you know, Pocahontas, the Disney movie, is not really what happened, because the vast part of uh, part of society, if you asked them and said, hey, this is actually a real story, they would go, oh my gosh, You're right. wow, it's wonderful. Okay. They would not think more into it. They don't. Because it, it, and I don't blame them, because that's what's put out there. No one yeah. is gonna read an article immediately if they're not interested in history about the background of Jamestown and you know the darker side, unless maybe you know it has some cool tags like cannibalism or something in the actual. <laughs> you know, ma- right. Maybe maybe some like pop up filters like, hey, look, cannibalism time. Let's go. Why should
0: I bring cannibalism
2: back? <laughs> yeah, something like that. You know
1: there is some, you know, there is good stuff out there. Of course. Um, I've, just as we've been talking, like, there's very, like, especially with um, native history, there are very like, I guess, forceful titles out there. Mm -hmm. Um, There's called, there's one on very, like, four different tribes. Apache, Inuit, Iroquois, and Sioux. It's called We Were Here First. Mm. There's a book called This Land is Their Land, and it's the Wampanoag, um, indigenous people, and there's a film on the Mashpee of Wampanoags called We Still Live Here. Hmm. So, it's, there's some that are in your face, but what you want to do is, you want to see that stuff, obviously. They're saying things that are very important, but look further than that. Um, look at their footnotes, look at what they recommend you to read, because I personally say, from a Mayflower, like, historian perspective, I have... 5,000 books at home about Plymouth. Some of them, they're like, you know, it's like Plymouth, the Wampanoag, and Creating America, or something. I only have one or two that's specifically written for and because of, like, the need of story and putting them in Mm. central place. Mm. Um, I've actually found some cool ones just um, like, if we want a really good headline, one of them is by David Price. Um, it's Love and Hate in Jamestown, John Smith, Pocahontas, and the Star of a New Nation, um, and all that fun stuff. Like, I don't know, just like look around. People out there that are listening to us are really smart. Um, <laughs> well, of course it, they
2: are. They're listening to this podcast. Of course.
1: <laughs> and if anyone wants more information on this and we don't, and we don't know, like we know a lot of people that have a lot of different interests, we will go into the Discord that we are in and ask for help and get back to you. But, yeah, get out there. Look deeper. Especially with Jamestown 400, Mayflower 400, things like that. It's really...
0: So, wait. You're saying the Ewoks did not eat people.
1: I'm sorry, David. I'm sorry, Laura. Listen, I'm just saying... Maybe the Ewoks did eat people. We don't have the source stuff.
0: Maybe George Lucas... Read history and look at Jamestown, and that was his inspiration for the Ewoks.
1: I'll let you win that one. I mean,
3: Return of the Jedi has a whole lot of historical subplots going on. That's all I'm saying.
1: If you don't know, now you know,
3: Mr. President. Mr. President, you asked to see me. <clears throat> if we're at this point in the night, I want to take a moment to give a shout out to two of my co-hosts on a very recent major accomplishment that they have both achieved. While, I don't really get personal on this podcast. I do want everyone out there to join Derek and I in congratulating Lauren and David because they graduated. Yeah. Yeah. Love it because Dave is really red right now, so it makes me really happy. If so, if for those of you who follow
0: the cap and gown drama, <laughs> I want you to know I did wear my toe shoes, and you know what? You're
1: wearing them right now. I am wearing them. them right now,
0: and I felt I felt validated because the dean of my school was wearing her fuzzy white slippers, and I That's I so felt good. I felt that mood.
3: So Lauren graduated with her master's. She is now free. Mm-hmm and mm. ready to go off into society, and Dave has graduated with his bachelor's, so congratulations, oh, guys. Oh, boy. Woo woo. Woo. So, woof, yeah, so woof. I'm done now. Okay. Um, if, get- if we're doing shout-outs, I have to give a
0: shout-out as well. <gasps> In a late-night decision, and by late-night I mean we did this nine hours before, you know, we were supposed to record, um, I was a guest on out of the blank again um if you remember i was on them i was on that show earlier this week with my new friend robbie we talked about environmental stuff this time we got a little bit more deep Talked about some other stuff and that episode will be airing soon so just follow twitter and we'll let you know when that comes out
1: yay so exciting so are we
3: wrapping this up yes if you have enjoyed listening to me on this episode I am also on another show. I do a show with one of my good friends, Kelly. We have a show called It's a Fan's World, where we talk about all of the many different fandoms and pop culture content that we love. We have a June episode coming up that is going to be all about who framed Roger Rabbit. And uh, you might hear a uh, guest voice on that show that sounds very familiar if you tune in and listen to this content. Who is it? It's a surprise. Oh, no. Can't tell them. They'll just have to tune in and find out. It's a little bit of a different content type over here. This show tends to be a little more serious and historical and factual, whereas on a fan's world, sometimes. Whereas on It's a Fan's World, we're just really having a good time and talking about pop culture content that we love. As always, please rate, review, subscribe, and download to Operation History on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. It is a quick and easy way for you to show your love and support for the show. Give us a like on our Facebook page, Operation History at Facebook.com. You can reach out to us via our very active Twitter at Operation Hist, that is at Operation H-I-S-T. Or you can email us at our Gmail, Operation History Podcast at gmail.com. Please feel free to ask us any questions you have about the topics on the show, the material that we have presented, some things you may have heard. If you have a question or want to know anything, feel free to shout out to us and we will get back to you. Or if you want to just say hello or suggest a topic for future shows, we welcome all suggestions and feedback. We do have a website. That's not here. Oh, no. She's doing a round robin.
1: If you want to see a wildly outdated website that I'm going to be updating before this airs, join us at OperationHistoryPodcast.wordpress.com. That's right. I didn't want to shell out the two dollars for the original domain. That is Operation History Podcast. .wordpress.com.
3: Thanks Lauren. The epi- the episode the website will be updated with all of the show notes and information pertaining to this website by the time the episode drops. So that's another place you can find us. As always, thank you guys very much if you made it this far. We love you. We appreciate you. We don't know how you did it. I would marry you if I could. But this is Operation History signing off on our first in-person podcast episode operation history has no association with any of the institutions or organizations mentioned in this podcast The views and expressions of the hosts and guests are theirs and theirs alone and do not represent any academic institutions, organizations, or companies that they currently work for or attend or that they have previously worked for or attended in the past. Thanks for listening and tune in next time for Operation History.
1: This is going to be a you, fun.
2: You know, time.
3: this is the first episode I've ever drank for.
2: Oh my God! I Cheers! Shea- yeah, no, we you. need to, right here for audio uh, listeners. Drink, here you go. Like, I never like, like, drink
3: when we do these. I'm usually sober as shit. Which do what you want with that information. Um, but mm.
0: this was, is this is the first episode. This is a first of many. Mm-hmm.
1: That means so instead of me being on the floor with Eliza in front of my screen, it'll mm. be you with. I, I locked want them him. out. The door's shut. Oh. For now, they are. I'm gonna get, like, get, you get drunk and sa- be like, I want to see a cat. What's which your... is what I do when she's like on the floor, and I'm like, where's my cat? What's it's, like, what is your is it
0: two-siders <laughs> saying? Well, what, the Two two-siders saying?
2: Where we you visit Drunk Maria? Oh, Wowza. Have you two-siders. ever been
3: met Drunk Maria? No. A, oh, no. Li-
2: oh. a little bit for me.
3: Jet. Ja- yeah, yes. that night. Yeah, That night. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay, so who's We're doing the uh gold in
3: the Virginia Company.
2: This is the worst Patreon material. Again, hey. to the three people who are listening, I'm now sorry. <laughs> the- uh, so who is uh who's gonna do the intro and where have, is the intro? Not me. Do we it have an intro
3: been- typed do up? Maybe we even been have pasted. an intro typed up. Lord, that was your job. Bitch. That way I got one. <laughs> We'll just do what we do
2: all the time. The Copy paste it. Copy
1: and paste Dickwads. <laughs> Earth
2: Day episode copy paste literally.
1: <laughs> the journey's the destination, man. Listen, my notes are literally just that notes, and I did it while sitting in my office, and I felt like I was cheating on Plymouth Rock. I have to go like. You are. You yeah, are. I have to go like open mouth kiss like Willie Bradford's grave or something. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> that poor bastard. No, no, I mean. We all know I we're mean,
2: Actually, you
3: were the poor
0: bastard I was thinking of. I no, mean, William that would be the most action you've seen in a very long time. This is probably accurate. the most action I've ever had. Ever, I mean, but. just gnawing
2: Same. the bones a little bit, you know?
1: <laughs> Listen, that's... Oh. <laughs> I, think,
2: uh, I think it's been nice. <laughs> Why are I'm, I'm we just like gonna, this? Uh, have a good podcast, y'all. <laughs> Why Zero. are we like this? We haven't even had the nips
0: yet! Which could just be like facing me. I don't give shit what. They, oh.
2: trip. No, no. We need like one of the cameras that is like further away that just like looks down. Say us on, like, like, Judges us like the Eye of Sauron. We should
1: make it. Right there. Like it's, so, like, it's, it's a like, bird's eye. It's we, yeah. we need a little
2: speaker so like you know how they can have people t- type in chat yes. and it reads it off. <laughs> Just like, I think you guys here. really are too drunk right now. You mean, um, you just shut up, like, mom. <laughs> you am like you mean like, my room, mom. Huh? you
3: mean like the U.S. government? <laughs> well, that's just true. <laughs> think about it. The U.S. government is a, is a guest also on every one of these podcasts. Thank
2: you to our FBI agents listening in. My FBI, I'm sorry for you as well.
1: My, I said birds aren't real. How, what, they're, they're real. Do not do
3: the drone thing.
1: That <laughs> can, Have you ever seen a baby pigeon? The COVID... Um, shutdown exists to change the batteries in the oh, birds! Oh. Get with <laughs> it! Oh. Change oh, your
2: are gonna be back in a second after that. Oh
3: god. <laughs> let me out. It's my own Spils house. let me out. birds
1: let... aren't real. Yes they are.
3: <laughs> who did the up op- who did the intro for Earth Day? I think I did. No, you did the outro. I think it was uh, Derek who did the I
1: intro. think I'm due for an intro, right but I'm... Did you do the intro for Earth Day? Yes.
3: All right, so you're out. Well, if you do one, I'll do the other, because I haven't done something in a long okay. time. But Although it's my neither thing. Has... Oh, that's right. So I can, I can do the intro. Okay, I'll do the outro. <sighs> <So nice.
2: laughs> Just the, <laughs> the collective... <gasps>
3: <sighs> the sigh of relief and the sigh of dread. <sighs> Three sighs of relief, one sigh of dread. So... Ooh, what's You've next? never seen Zootopia.
2: Nope.
3: Every time someone does the ohm, I think of the yak from Zootopia. Oh, was yeah. he a yak? Yeah, yeah, he so. Yak, yak, yak. You would talk love back. Zootopia. You both would love Zootopia. I think that's one of the best Disney. Movies. Shakira's in it. Mm-hmm. Shakira, Shakira.
2: I thought we were bad online.
0: We're worse now.
2: We're gonna be worse in person.
0: And we're drinking,
2: <laughs> especially the two of us with these. We're so
3: close together. <sighs> I'm drinking. We're supposed so to together right now. Who allowed this? Who authorized it? Who authorized us being so close together? Dave does Dave hasn't even had the chicken sweats yet.
0: Just like the good old days. Getting the cider sweats though. <laughs> I am.
1: I already
3: started getting a little flushed in my my vision.
2: I was about to say I'm like <laughs> That's that a bad different already.
1: Problem. I was like, it's time for you to go back. Bring me another. Hello. Y'all know where it is.
2: What? <laughs> Everyone okay. online, we're professionals Do not attempt what we do Because we're strictly professional About everything that is happening within this room
3: I'll be completely free by then If Ronald hasn't killed me <laughs> Ronald. Well, either Ronald gets his work or Ronald kills me. It's Right now, it's a 50-50 split to see which one's going to happen.
2: It's just like the Roman Coliseum, you know? Literally. It's like, <laughs> like, yay, yay. does he get the work? Actually, does he know? no. We
0: won't allow him to kill you
2: because they want that money. That's yeah, true. That's, true. that's yeah,
0: facts. Right. He just
3: might send me to like the gulags.
1: Someone <laughs> photoshopped a cat face on a panda. Oh. And my boss <laughs> sent it to me. Kim, you're not listening, but I love you. <laughs>
3: This is what happens when we're together. This think, 26, 27 professors had to put up with this for like entire semesters, and there were more of us.
2: I know that the majority of my time on here is apologies. <laughs> I would like to apologize to all professors that had to put whoa, up with whoa, any he... of us. Fungu.
3: Listen to you, my mother would be so proud.
2: I have Italian grandparents.
3: I know.